Good afternoon. I trust that you were blessed yesterday. We were back in church and we were excited and thrilled to sing his praises and to worship him. I trust you got the opportunity to attend your church yesterday too. Uh, we're still looking at the book of Colossians. And as we look at the book of Colossians, we're coming now to a very practical section. Uh, how to live the Christian life. Uh, how to live in the way that God intended for you to live uh, in this world. And what Paul has done for us in chapter 2, he has told us all the things that, you, that are not the way to live the Christian life. The rituals and the uh, traditions and the standards of men are not the way. They're going to interfere with your ability to live the reality of the Christian life. And he's going to now begin to emphasize. He's brought it up uh, in chapter uh, 2. He's, taught, he's talked to us about the fact that since we were dead with Christ. And now he's saying, since ye are risen with, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. And the if ye then be risen has the impact of since. That's really what it's saying. It's not, it's not a question, are you? It's saying, since you are risen with Christ, now seek those things. How are you going to seek those things? Well, the fact is that because you're risen with Christ, you've been set free from the rudiments of the world, from the uh, controlling influence of the world in your life. You've been set free from the power of sin in your life. And now you're free to live with a whole different perspective. You're free to live your life uh, looking in a whole different direction. And, and he wants you to do that. And in fact, this union you have with Christ is the basis of the practical living of the Christian life. In other words, the practical living is based on a spiritual reality. I am risen with Christ. I am a new man. I am a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Uh, it's happened. It's not something that's going to happen. It's actually happened. I am a new creature. And he says, now live your new creature. And how, how, how does he say live your new creature in this verse? Well, he says, seek those things which are above, not those things which are on earth, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of the Father. Now, it's natural for you and I to seek the things of the world. We, we interact with it all the time. It's, you know, we got uh, to get up in the morning. We got to make a living. We got to look after a home. We got to run all those things in life that are just the nuts and bolts of life that just uh, can absorb us. And those things are not wrong. They're fine. But he says, that's not what you're seeking. Your life is not about the nuts and bolts of things. You are not living to eat, you might say. You're eating to live. It's different. Well, William Carey, I believe it was, was a shoemaker. And somebody once asked him, was he a shoemaker? And he very quickly uh, corrected them. He said, no, I cobble shoes so that I can be free to serve God. Really, what he was saying is, I'm a missionary. I just make shoes to allow myself to be free uh, to serve God. Do you know that that's true for all of us? That what we do in our lives uh, should be... Not the, 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 the worldly work that we do should not be the focus of our lives. We should do it as unto the Lord. We should do it the best we can. But we should do that to set us free to serve God because we're seeking things which are above. You and I are going to be on this, in this world for a very short time. A few years and we're gone. Even if 70, 100 years, it's still a few years by comparison to an infinite uh, eternity that you're going to spend with God. And he says, seek. And that word seek is a strong word. It means to go after with passion. 
It means to become, uh, you know, a, a, a hound that is seeking the things of heaven and the things of God. That's what your focus is. That's what you're after. And the Christian life can only be lived effectively when we're seeking those things which are above, not the things of the earth. Let me give you four ways uh, that, that, <clears throat> that you can seek the things of heaven, right? After the resurrection, Jesus left the tomb. Would you leave the tomb? You're not in bondage to sin anymore. You don't have to live with your addiction. You don't have to live uh, with that besetting sin. You've been set free from that. Leave it. Lazarus uh, came forth from the tomb and he was bound uh, in the grave clothes. And Jesus said, loose him and set him free. Uh, and you know what? You have been loosed. Walk away. Don't hang out in the tombs. That's not the place where sane people do. And yet many Christians hang out as though they've never been set free from sin. You've been set free from sin. That's number one. Number two, after his re resurrection, Jesus spent his remaining time ministering, so should you. Your life is not about the work you do. Your life is about your Lord and the ministry you have for him. Spend your time ministering. After his resurrection, Jesus lived in supernatural power. Not the do, do, do of chapter two, but it's the reality of, it's the being. It's the walking in the Spirit. It's the abiding in Christ. It's the, <clears throat> the life I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. It's that union truth now uh, that enables you to live not according to the standard of man, but according to the holiness that God wants of you. You know, the Bible says, be perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. That's impossible for human beings. But you know what? When you and I walk with God, when we walk in the Spirit, when, when we take his hand and let him lead us, and when we follow what he says for us to do, we live a supernatural life that's far beyond uh, what man uh, would tell you to do. And then <clears throat> finally, after his resurrection, Jesus looked forward to heaven. Are you looking forward to heaven today? You should be. Heaven is your home, it's your long home. You're going to spend a short time here and then you're going to spend eternity with him. And you need to look forward to heaven. You need to be planning for heaven. You need to be <coughs> getting ready for that day. You know, some people plan a holiday and they look forward to it and they spend time looking forward to it and they'll, they'll plan it. You know what? You need to do that with heaven. It's not a holiday, it's your forever home and it's wonderful. Uh, Jesus is there. He has a plan for you in eternity. You won't be sitting around bored. Uh, you're going to find the most productive life ever when you get to be with him. He has a work that's perfectly suited to you. You should be looking forward to heaven. I trust that you're living the reality of the fact that you're saved, you're born again, and you're on your way to heaven, and it's his power working through you. And if you're not saved, do it today. Cry out to him. Ask him to save you. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And if you will do that, he will save you. And write to us, lifegate.org. We'd gladly help you uh, to start growing in your Christian life. Lord bless you. Have a great day.